ない話なんです、はいえー、今週いっぱい、あのー、今週いっぱいで江戸東京博物館って閉めちゃうんですよ。うん、てか今月、えー、だあと残り数日で,で、あのーまあ、今、うちの財団でも展示はしてるんですけれども。はいまあ、これはあの非常に渋いものなので、ですねビジュアルにはそれほどですが、えーあのはい、江戸博ってあの、なんかジオラマ作ってるんですよ、たくさん江戸の町の。おでこれがものすごく面白いんですよねうんで。そのジオラマを実物大、実質的に実物大で作っちゃうという作業なので、あのうん、江戸博見ていただくと、どれぐらいの。あの江戸博の常設展示のところですね、見ていただくとどれぐらいのインパクトがあるかっていうのは、うん、できるんじゃないかと思います。本当、模型で見てても強烈なんですよ。江戸博で、はい、両国ですね、江戸東京。何度か行ったことありますね。はい、いやそこの資料をひたすらちょっとクローズする前にひたすら買ってこなきゃだめですね。資料だけなら、ね、買えると思うんですけれども。はいいや倉田さん円はどこまで落ちますかね、うん、なんだかね、結構円安ですね。はいうん、いや、120を割り込むのは本当にあの、うん、ものすごく久しぶりですよ。うん、そうですね。うん、あ松田さん、どんな感じですか、これ。いや、僕は余裕で160円ぐらいまでいくんじゃないかと思いますけどね。うん、ああ、なるほど、なるほど。面白いですね。プラザ合意直後ぐらいの。直後でやっぱ360円をその一つの波動のまあ頂点というか加減が78円ぐらいでまあそれで言うと多分今が 22.6% 戻しぐらいなのでまあ結構いいところまで多分今回は円安進むんじゃないかなと思いますよね。いや大いにそのそれはあります<笑>。あのー、い,いろんな条件で見ると、基本的に円高圧力の方が強いと思うんですよ。うんえあのー、ただ、インバウンドがないのと、まあ、あの原油価格、うんと上がってるので、ただ、原油ってやっぱり、あのー、突然下落するんですよね、ある程度までいくと、実、う、物、んうん、経済が弱くなっちゃって、あのー、ただあの、瞬間的には160とか確かにありうるなと思います、もうこれ、心理的なものなんで。うんまあ、本当近年、多分まれに見るチャイナショック以来のチャイナショックの時円高で1日2円とか動きましたけど、うんはい、あの時の反対の速度で円安が進んでるのでちょっとやっぱりその不思議なっていうか、ええまあ、やっぱ株安、債券安、うん、円安っていうトリプル安のパワーを感じてますね、今僕は、はいはいはいうん。これは強いなっていう強いなっていうドルがって意味なんですけど。まあ、でもビットコインの方が上がると思います。<笑>そうですね。ええ。あの、そうです。あの、で、ドルに関して言うと、あの、実は向こうもそんなに円、あの、引き締めは耐えられないと思うんですよね。うん、確かに。ええ。で、そこのところをですね、あの、リーマンショックの時の向こうのコールレート 5.25 だったんですよ。うん,うん,うん,うん、うん。今、今、この十数年で想像もつかないような氷。のところに原油がバーンと跳ね上がったので、うん、ああなってしまったと、うん、いう状態ですね。まあ、だからあの時点ではまだ正常に戻せるというふうにグリーンスパンは踏んでたと思うんですけれども、うんうん、あの今回はあのパウエルという人は通貨ではなくて実業の人なんですよね。うんうん、すみません、奥さんが来ましたので、はいはい
Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Adverse, Weekly Adverse Insider, the six. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Adverse. So, may I please ask uh, Tokugawa san to yes. speak? Okay, thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Hiro Tokugawa, uh, wrote dead verse, Edo verse. So um, I would like to talk about uh, the um, economy of Tokugawa Japan in general. Uh, it is so similar to what we have in Japan right now. And at the same time, naturally, it's very, very different. So uh, many people have a hard time understanding this, uh, what it was like. Uh, a very senior politician asked me whether it was capitalist and it looks a lot like that. Uh, but the problem is the, the way we understand capitalism uh, has, has also many problems. And I'm going to explain why. Uh, now, um, if you uh, remember at the beginning of the uh, Wealth of Nations, Adam Smith, 1776, uh, Smith uh, talks about the three pillars of a healthy economy uh, and of a liberal economy. One is that uh, the division of labor so in order to produce something, the more people participate and uh, divide and subdivide their tasks, then productivity goes up. Now, this is true. This is very, very true. And then uh, he also talks about this exchange instinct. Uh, like you see a stranger and then you feel compelled to exchange words with them. So people are societal. We like to exchange. And then part three is that, uh, and the third pillar is the, uh, labor value, no, labor theory of value, that all wealth is created by human labor. The second uh, exchange uh, instinct, uh, the, the uh, instinct to exchange is only halfway true. You do that only with people you can, you can trust or you're not afraid of. Uh, most of human history, people were afraid of other human beings. Uh, so it's only halfway true. And the last part, uh, labor theory of value sounds so true, but at the same time, it was so false by the time Smith wrote The Wealth of Nations, because uh, The Wealth of Nations was written precisely at the moment when uh, coal was becoming a very important source of wealth. So, I, uh, so my suspicion is that uh, Smith actually wrote this for the owners of coal mines who didn't want their business to be regulated. You see, coal power was competing directly with human labor. And as a result, many workers and craftsmen were becoming destitute. So that is the landscape of 18th century Europe or 18th century Britain, at least. Uh, so now, and then, uh, and then there's one more uh, factor that is missing when you try to understand modern capitalism is the, this is the uh, factor of violence or of theft. Uh, you see, uh, Britain did not become rich because uh, their, their ingenuity that made possible the Industrial Revolution, but they got rich because they, they had enough military strength to steal from wherever they wished to. 
Okay, so from India and from China. So uh, they were trading with China and uh, they imported too much tea so that the silver species uh, left Britain a mass. So uh, with lack of monetary uh, base, uh, base metal, they had to resort to theft. So this is the opium war. They try to sell opium first and then uh, when uh, the Chinese banned that, then they use military force to, well, they say to open the market, but actually it is to settle the balance, imbalance of trade with violence. Or you think of the history of the United States. A Nobel laureate economist Douglas North describes Amer the American economic history as the expansion of uh, property rights. But and then for the, uh, well, for the first 30 years, 36 years of the United States of America, 32 years, the presidents were slave owners. And then after that came Andrew Jackson and uh, he basically legitimized uh, stealing Native Americans land. So American economic history, you could call it the expansion of property rights, but, and then property rights were established with a lot of blood being shed. So there's violence, okay? And then you look at Tokugawa Japan. Uh, the uh, Tokugawa shoguns uh, tried very hard to instill uh, what, you, what you would today call social capital amongst the Japanese people. And this was not an easy task as the Japanese were so used to civil war and also uh, they were very strongly influenced by Toyotomi Hideyoshi's uh, expedition into Korea. Uh, to repeat again, more than 1% of the entire population were mobilized in this in this very futile and stupid war, uh, and most of the and most of them returned uh, from the battlefield thinking that we were winning, and this became the undercurrent of Japanese thinking towards the end of Tokugawa times. So, uh, but anyway, we uh, we the Tokugawa chose to uh, well get out of this uh, national thieving business and instead just uh, try to run a very peaceful economy. So there's no violence here. And two is that uh, the Tokugawa collapsed uh, as the industrial revolution approached East Asia. So there's a pre-industrial revolution economy. Uh, in other words, all wealth was created by human labor. And that's uh, the first thing that uh, Western observers noticed when uh, they arrived in Japan in the late 19th century. So it looks very much like the most advanced European societies, but everything was done by human hands. So that is what amazed uh, Western observers back then. Uh, so, uh, so very ironically, uh, was it capitalism? No, but it looked an awfully lot, awful lot like the world or the economic system described by Adam Smith. That is the uh, essence of Tokugawa economy. And uh, so the good news is that uh, you could run an economy uh, growing very slowly, like 0.3% per annum uh, for 260 years and just keep growing. Uh, and then uh, without war and even without natural resources. Uh, and uh, the population grew and then eventually stagnated, but the uh, longevity of the population, the average longevity uh, was lengthened from like 26 years old uh, to 36 years old. So there is growth all the way. And you don't have the, you don't need the industrial revolution. You don't have to steal from others in order to achieve this level of growth. And the people were pretty happy, uh, more happy than you would imagine. Uh, so this is a, a part one of my, uh, well, my talk on Tokyo.
Thank you very much, Tokogawa, inspiring and interesting. So uh, the next, uh, Mr. Gen, uh, the CTO of the project, may I ask you to tell about the progress? Thank you, Oksana. Hello, everyone. Um, uh, this is Gen. And then I'd like to share some updates uh, about Edverse. So we are, we are planning to have a meeting with uh, kind of SIR in uh, token ecosystem. So we will try to design the token ecosystem, which is super cutting edge and quite new. And then uh, of course we need to find some proper partner who can you know, design a whole token ecosystem, which is based on what we wanna do with uh, Mr. Tokugawa's point of view, what we did in Edo, Edo, Edo era and Edo city, blah, 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 something like that. And then, uh, of course, we are gonna use NFT. And then we see a lot of many, many types of NFT use case in crypto space. But I think none of them can uh, describe what really NFT can do, because imagine that we now we see like many types of digital arts can be traded by NFT. But of course, we can deal with it in fiat currency as well. So we pay USD, for example, or we pay JPY to get some digital asset, which means this is not real NFT use case. So we'd like to describe and realize what Mr. Tokuga mentioned now is um, new ecosystem in which NFT can show their presence. So for example, NFT means non-fungible tokens, right? So there's only one original asset, which can be NFT, which is not like digital arts or gaming application, blah, blah, blah something like that. Because if we issue kind of uh, gaming NFT, if gaming company is going to be crap, then this NFT is not guaranteed, right? But even if, let's say, gaming application is down, gaming company is going to be uh, bankrupt, we still can use this NFT. It's a real NFT ecosystem, which is what we want to do. Mm. And then, of course, to proceed and realize it, we have to consider what types of design it's needed for this token ecosystem, which is including NFT and DeFi as well, and the native token as well. So uh, this is a little bit complicated structure. So we need to find proper partner and then we are trying to do now. And then maybe from four o'clock JST today, I'm gonna have a meeting with them and then maybe we can catch up with it. After, I'm not sure, 10 days later or something, we can show more detail about the token ecosystem, which can realize NFT, quite new NFT ecosystem, including the native token and DeFi. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Gen. I, I'm sure you will find the solution and good luck with, with today's meeting. And uh, the next, uh, Dominique, uh, could you please inform us overall about our project? Hey, thank you. Thank you. I'm very glad that everybody is very, very positive and high motivation. And then um, March, yeah, we did um, on March actually. We 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 just made a whole sort of build. Yeah, we're just building up the whole ideas and also the sort of design and and then how we should just handle and also how we should um, uh, make a some concept for the Airbus. And then we're gonna just accelerate activities. And after this, 
this afternoon's meeting, and then we're going to just order design with a token system, and also uh, we're going to make white paper that we have to fix the whole fix whole the idea, the concept of the head of bars in in, in April. So uh, our, our our activities is going to be very uh, it's it's a uh, accelerating, and um, um, I've I'm really. Uh, looking forward to just you know giving uh, white paper just uh, by the end of uh, by the end of April, and after this uh, we're going to issue a token that Edo Zenis or or Edo uh, Edo Kobans uh, and our original schedule in July. So um, we are just quite uh, now positive that in our own schedule, and 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 also I think I'm very happy that today that I heard from Mr. Tokugawa about the whole concept of the origins that we, our ecosystem, token system, just to start from the Adam Sumas. Yeah, that this actually really important thing that our ecosystem is deeply uh, under the consideration of the, uh, the whole sort of economic scale of the world and also the existing uh, 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 just, uh, uh, we, we, can, we might just include existing economic system just using Edobars just in a token system. So um, I'm really uh, looking forward to uh, what we can do and then we might just change the world. Um, and then um, hope that I think that we can enjoy this game and also we can enjoy this ecosystem probably uh, next year, 2023. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dominique. I like this, to change the world. <laughs> thank you very much, everyone. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I, we will be connecting with you next week. Goodbye. Hi, thank you very much. Thank you very much. だいぶ、だいぶ効率的にちゃんとなって15分、そうですね、ぐらい。はい。あの、えっと、ここからちょっと動きを僕もこの元々の資本主義の原点のところのやっぱりこうシステムというところがこう進化したこう現代のこう形っていうのをこう結局今また新しいエコノミックスケールっていうのを考えるっていう考え方こういわゆるより効率化を図ってまあどっちかというともうより
三ヶ月かかって、全部読んだんですよ。あの、さすがに日本語で読みましたけど。で、あの、ジョンボールドっていう人が、まあ、象徴的で、本当リベラリズムを体現する。内容でしたけどね。でも、まあ、あれは、資本主義じゃなくなったら、じゃ、その代替案って何なのってなると、多分なくて。で、僕が最近思ってるのは、あのジョンボールドが言ってた、まあ、当時はそのなんか。永久に続くなんかエンジンみたいな,どど、うん、なんかどこれを発明したんで世界が変わったみたいな話だと思うんですけど、うんうん、僕はあれこそがブロックチェーンじゃないかなって最近は思っていてブロックチェーンだったらあのジョン・ゴールドの言ってるその、うん、本当に作る人が適切に評価されて、うん、それはありますね世界のインテリジェンスがあの同時にストライクする必要がなくなるんじゃないかなと思ってアダム・スミスじゃなくてあのアインランドはですね、あの私、レーニンと先生が一緒なんじゃないかと思ってるんですよ。で<笑>、えー、あの、なんかチュルヌイシェフスキーというですね、うん、あのなんか革命のために革命を起こすんだみたいな思想家がいて、でそれがレーニンの師匠だということなんですね。マ、うん、インランドもそれを私はちょっと感じてます。うん、ラディカルな人だと思います。えーカルだしやっぱりその共産主義っていうのがある意味その資本主義と戦うために作られた、うん、やっぱ人工的なイデオロギーですよね。あそうですそうです、うんえあそうでま。で、マルクスもすごく間違えてるなと思うのは、あのうん、要するにアヘン戦争について、中国に資本主義がやってきたいや違うんです、中国に軍艦がやってきたんです。うん、資本主義って市,市場と暴力の組み合わせだっていうふうな認識がないんですね、うん、実は。あでか,なかなりだからあのエンゲルスがフリーメイソンだったのかしらとか私は思ってるんですけど<笑>で,もでもあれですよねマルクスエンゲルスレーニン全員ユダヤ金融だから、えー、全然ありえますよねそう,そうですそうですあのそうなんですよでまああとはねマルクスは最初に新聞の編集長やってた時のスポンサーケルンですねケルン時代のスポンサーだともフリーメイソンっぽいですねうん,うんやっぱそうなんだよな、えー、そうまあそんな感じはい徳川さんに言われると安心します。はい、<笑>とてもシンプルてかね、だから実はものすごい脆弱,脆弱性があるっていうことなんですよ。これ。うん。わかるわ。はい。そかただあ、そうですよ。20世紀のこう技術革新っていうのを解いて、それによるその競争原理っていうか、まあ、そ市場による競争っていうものをこう、うん、いわゆる推進していくことによって、うんまああの、より、こう河川化が進むことにより社会主義化が進むっていうのがシュンペーターのこう理論だったと思うんですよね。ただ現実に本当にそうなってるっていうのが僕はなんか今正しいところなんですが問題はその競争原理というところがさっきの言った暴力とかそういうのも含む競争原理になっていて結局はその本当になんかどんどん広がって誰かが全てを取っていく世界が生まれてしまうっていうのがまあ今ガーファンそうなんですよ。あれ、はい、あのガーファただの独占企業ですからね。そうなんです<笑>間違いない。間違いない。あの資本主義のそれからかなりずれてると思うんですけれど。はい、そうなんですよ。ガーファのね社長はあの選挙では選ばれないというところがね、このやる主義でないところ一つのあれで、一つの独裁主義がそこの中にこう起こる。そうなんですよ。だからあの実態を封建制に似てきてしまうっていうね。<笑>結果、なんかエドバースっていうところをどうその中でこういわゆる打を交わしながらどういうふうな体操っていうっていくかってやっぱりこう重要なところだなわかりました。あのどうもありがとうございます。どうもありがとうございました。はい。今日の,の会える人はお会いしたいと思います。よろしくお願いします。はい。では,はい、僕ズームで入りますので。ここに乗っております。はい。ではどうも。はい。ありがとうございます。お願いします。失礼します。